Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the doors are back. Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Are you dying soon? There's a new test. Simple one. It'll determine whether you're soon going to die. We can all do the test. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Slowly you, happening each and every morning. I think you know whether you're going to take mm-hmm. the test or not, huh? I, I can feel the Grim Reaper knocking on my back door right mm-hmm. now. Every right, day well. I go, oh, I'm still here. <laughs> you guys don't need the test, then. No. Uh, we got some other stuff to talk about this morning. Yeah, there's a, um, there is a big development that I want to share with you folks uh, later on this morning after 7 o'clock. Huge. A major announcement. It's not even an announcement. It's a predicament. And it's an outrage all at the same time. So that's coming up after 7. Predicament emphasis on dick. Prement. Prement. Yes, yes. All that. Whatever. uh, Yes. (laughs) It's going to be... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Pink Floyd. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Back to good weather after uh, a little bit of rain yesterday, although we never got like the severe thunderstorms that we were talking about as a possibility yesterday. I don't know. I didn't anyway. Did you guys? No. And and honestly, we didn't even get any uh, any pouring rain. No. Just like like a, a quick dusting, and that was it. It's New England weather for you, huh? Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, another one bites the dust. Paul Sorvino from Goodfellas died yesterday of natural causes. He was 83. He played mob boss Paul Cicero. His other credits include The Firm, Nixon, and the epic series Godfather of Harlem. His best credit, producing Mira Sorvino, by the way. Yeah, that was a that was a good role for him. Mm. Yeah, I don't find her attractive. No, at all. oh, I no. like her. I mean, uh, well, maybe grieving and crying. Yeah, she's hot, but <laughs> you know, I don't find her. Really, you you wouldn't <laughs> want to have her. You you wake up and see her wearing your shirts. I like chicks who are really depressed. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, way to way to get them when they're at their weakest point. Uh, also, another death, David Warner, the veteran actor whose career boasts six decades worth of film, television, and stage credits, has passed away following a battle with cancer. He was 80 years old. That guy was in everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh, and I was like, wh- which one do I remember him being in in uh, Titanic? He was in Titanic. Uh, he was the, what's his name, Billy Zane's, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, pal. The one, the one I remember the most, uh, you remember The Omen? Yes. Where uh, his head gets cut off, clean oh, off, yeah, of the, yeah, the, yeah. right off of the yeah. neck. That oh. kid was evil. Oh, that was a bad little scamp right uh, there. My favorite one was uh, the dad of Joshua in War Games. He was the one that actually had the code words that they needed, and he mm-hmm. lived out on some remote island off of uh, oh, right. Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, Joe Rogan would like you to know that he's a bleeding heart liberal when it comes to a lot of things and is, quote, so far from being a Republican. He says he was a Bernie guy in 2020 and didn't vote for Trump or Biden. So good way to alienate half of your audience. Now, is it blood (laughs) that he's spilling or is it like uh, anabolic steroid tainted fluids? I, I don't know. I don't I don't even get this guy. I don't like I don't understand what, you know. 
He gets interesting guests. I'll he give does him that. Get, he does get interesting guests. Well, but do you think going the political route is the best thing for your career? Well, yeah, but Steve, you mentioned he's going to lose half his audience. Even if he loses half his audience, he's still got millions of people listening. So I guess if there, anyone can take a risk like that, it's Joe Rogan. Well, the, uh, the risk really is on Spotify, who hasn't really made the money they were hoping to make on him yet. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, JoJo Siwa. You know who that is? Do I? Yeah. Posted a TikTok where she said, Candace Cameron Bure is the rudest celebrity she's ever met, and Miley Cyrus is the nicest. Hmm. Like, she was on Dance Moms. The woman that owned that dance studio was the rudest person in uh, in entertainment. Who was the uh, Who's the rudest celebrity you ever met? Who boy. Uh, While you're thinking, I'll blurt it right out. Because we interviewed Hal Linden. I'm going to say the biggest tool I ever interviewed, or it was not, I actually did an interview with him, but he was, you know, the biggest tool I actually met was David Lee Roth. Really? Yeah, kind of a tool. And and by the way, aside from Hal Linden, also um, the guy who played Balky, Bronson Pinchot, was a dick. Interviewed him one time. Bronson Pinchot. I would have expected such big things from him. Mm. You know who the nicest one was? Was uh, John Witherspoon. He was one of the nicest guys I ever met. Yeah. And he was very, like, uh, like giving me advice and stuff mm. uh, at a show I did with him down at uh, the Funny Bone, down in Hartford. Mm. Very nice guy. Bang, 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 bang. That's what he used to do that whole bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, Al, uh, let's see. Uh, Ticketmaster claims that it's uh, under... I'm sorry. Ticketmaster claims that under its controversial new dynamic pricing system, only 1.3% of all tickets sold the uh, Bruce Springsteen tour so far have gone for over $1,000. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, because no one wants to buy a $1,000 ticket. Never mind a $4,000 floor seat. 1.3% is still a pretty good amount. Yes. At over 1000 bucks. Yes, but who the hell is really doing that? Rich people. That have money to blow, that always wanted to go see the boss. Listen, I'm a fan of a lot of different uh, bands and musical artists. They're not getting a thousand dollars out of me. Anyone, not one. No, I don't think anybody's worth. Uh, no, not even the Stones. I paid seventy nine bucks for Hall and Oates in October. Wow, how were they? I don't know. I haven't gone to the show yet. Oh, oh I thought it's it's last, last, October. last yeah. October. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, they're coming to Mohegan in, uh, in cool. October. Well, that'll 79 bucks. That'll be worth $79. And they actually put a, at least a, like an $81 show together. It came to 100 with all the fees. That's, that's the problem. That's BS. That's, uh, you know, the price should be whatever the price is. I, I pay know, 79 just for haul. You know when you like buy an airline ticket, they include all the fees mm-hmm. for the price. Right. You should do that with a ticket. Hey, look, uh, the whole ticket's going to cost you a hundred bucks. It's, I know it's listed for seventy nine fifty, but Dave, I'll agree with you. You know, Daryl Hall is probably a little more talented, right? I don't want to say talented because that's an insult to John Oates, right. but uh, you know, if you're going to spend tickets on uh, those guys. You would like to think that you're spending more on Daryl Hall than John Oates. So maybe if it's 79, the breakdown would be you're spending like 59 to see Hall and an extra 20 bucks to see Oates. I don't know about that. They uh, they wouldn't have been Hall and Oates <laughs> without one or the other. They'd just be Hall. Right. Or right. Oates. Right. Yeah. Nobody they're likes... Hall and Oates. It's probably a 50-50 right. split. You combine the two, it'd be Hoats. 
Uh, you know a movie is going to be good when it's able to hook you in the first few minutes. MovieWeb put together a list of the 13 best opening scenes. You ready? Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. I was going to say that. That's because a good one. that is horrifying. But uh, Glory was uh, pretty uh, yeah. intense, too, but right. that's not even on the list. Uh, Jaws. The woman is attacked by a great white shark. Even sure. though you don't see the shark, you hear her screams and John Williams' music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Godfather, where a man asks Marlon Brando uh, to help him on the day of his daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. and then parts of the dialogue are still quoted. You're coming to my house on the day my daughter's bitching me, baby. When was the last time you've been asking me for a cup of coffee? Yeah. Uh, the Social Network in 2010. It's dialogue between Jesse Eisenberg and Rooney Mara Man. over a few beers in a Harvard bar. No, I, I don't even like that. I don't like that either. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. That was actually a great yes. movie. Yes. yes. Another dialogue scene, but this time it's a man being interrogated about a missing Jewish family, which is hiding underneath the man's floorboard. Yes. Christoph yeah. Waltz, terrifying in that scene. And I would add almost any James Bond movie. Yeah, I mean, they tend to open up pretty well. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like the opening to uh, Amazon Women on the Moon. That was a one to hook. Which one was the opening scene? I don't know. It was just it was I don't remember. That's I was just joking. I was just mm. throwing it. But out. That was a very funny movie. It was a funny movie, but I don't think it's one of those ones that hooked you right in. Like that's one of those ones you have to actually sit there and watch for about fifteen minutes before you start going. Oh, okay, this is funny. I'll rent it later and tell you. And uh, that is your Hollywood trash on Rock One Hundred Two. Oh yeah, this is John. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when I signed my last contract with Rock 102, I was able to negotiate a paycheck every two weeks. And so far, I've lived up to those contractual obligations, as have the people who have written the checks. And so, whenever I hear of a young man signing a contract extension that includes a lot of ancillary nonsense, I tend to bristle with delight as I take a better-than-than-me approach to contractual negotiation. For example, take a look at Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. Here's a young man who just agreed to a massive contract extension last week that will pay him $230.5 million over the next five years. And although he was granted $105 million in guaranteed money at signing and would get $160 million guaranteed if he were to get injured, the contract comes with some provisions that I would never sign in a million years. Forget that the Cardinals will be paying him an average of $46 million per season Part of the deal is that Kyler Murray will be required to study film for a minimum of four hours per week for the next five years. These films do not include anything currently streaming on HBO or Netflix. Instead, he'll be required to watch four hours of game film provided to him by the team. And he could be disciplined if he's watching anything else other than the game film that his team has put on the uh, team-provided tablet. That includes TikToks, Reels, Snapchats, and Baby Shark videos on YouTube. Now, you might say, hey, Baxi, don't professional football players already watch game film? The answer to that question is yes, but it's almost never included as a term of a contract, which makes me think that Kyler Murray might just be film-resistant when it comes to preparing for games. In this new contract, if he's not studying game film for four hours a week outside of team meetings, the Cardinals will know about it. And it might have a negative impact on that $46 million that'll be averaging for the next five years. Folks, if Rock 102 were to require me to listen to four hours of morning show podcasts every week, I'd probably hold out for a better deal. 
but pay me Kyler Murray money to do the very same thing, and I might be willing to listen to nearly anything you want, within reason, of course. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is the charcoal grill that made every other charcoal grill at the time completely obsolete. It's simple, barely has changed since 1951 because it's perfect. The Weber 22-inch premium kettle grill on sale now at Rocky's for just 220 bucks, and they'll even throw in a bamboo grill brush. Not a bad deal. Rocky's is your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 614 and Van Halen. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It could be the perfect day today, really. 80, sunny, no chance of rain. So yesterday I uh, I took my uh, my oldest daughter to uh, to summer camp. Drop her off at summer camp for a month. Um, a month? Yeah. Really? A month. Can you imagine that? Cow, how awesome. Yeah, you know, it's not that awesome. It's like uh, it's like a, a trip to Anxiety Island is where for you know. who you? Yeah, me and and the kid too. Hmm. Uh, this place is about two hours away, right? So yeah. I, I left there early yesterday to, to go do that, and we we get to this place, and uh, you know, we had been anticipating this for quite some time mm-hmm. because uh, I wanted to get them into a, a a camp that they really would enjoy and this particular place had all the things that you know they would want to do so but we never got a chance to do a tour because of covid because there was covid restrictions and then uh we missed the open house back in may because there was something going on and then uh, we never got a chance to do a tour right so we never been to this place before uh but they were saying you know you'd get a tour when you when you got there so we but get the catholic church uh literature in this place was very positive oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Mormon literature, actually. Sorry. Oh. Thanks, mm. uh, so we, 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 uh, we, we get there yesterday, and you know they have this protocol. There's all these people. It's different stations that you're going to with your car. You go in, and they tell you to, you know, they check your name off, and then they, they check your vaccine card to make sure that you're vaccinated, and then they tell you to pull up to this other thing, and then uh, they, uh, my daughter has to get a rapid test, and then you wait for 15 minutes. Then you pull over to another parking lot. They take your luggage. They bring it to whatever cabin you're staying in, and then that m- means you go and check in where they have uh, this pavilion where they're checking for head lice. Mm-hmm. The head all right, that's a good the check. The head lice pavilion. <laughs> so once you once you pass that, it's like all these series of tests you got to pass to make sure that you're qualified to stay at this camp, right? So we 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 get that, and then we get uh, there's a picture taken of her. And then uh, they give you this information of you know what what you want to do at this camp uh, while you're here. It's one of these like free form kind of mm-hmm. things, right. like a Montessori type uh, yeah. type place. Oh, it's an educational camp. <sighs> it's a good educational oh, camp. It's God. A, well, no it's kid, more no kid wants to be educated. I was going to say, good for you yeah. or good for the kids. So uh, so and then you know they they're allowed to take a phone with them. So she has this little flip phone, but you're not allowed to use it within the first week, so mm-hmm. you can get acclimated to. You know the camp, so we go in and we go to this office. We check the phone in, and then uh, and then we see this this sign that says tours. You know, wait here for tours. But then there was a, a girl there going, a tour leaves in five minutes. A tour leaves in five minutes. Okay, so we'll wait here for the tour. And then as we're talking to this young lady, yeah, uh, she is uh, she's uh, looking at my youngest daughter and saying, oh, you can't have phones. You can't have phones. We know. 
And I said, uh, yeah, I know. She's not staying here. She's mm-hmm. actually coming back in two weeks for, for the junior program that okay. she's going to do. Right? Sure. And then this person says, oh, I wouldn't want to be you. And I said, what? why would you say that? Was that really necessary for you to say? to And, you know, because so, you can see the look on my daughter's mm-hmm. face going, what does that mean? You, what am you I know, facing when yeah, I get is here? Is this a gauntlet or something? Lawsuit. So uh, I, <laughs> and then she keeps talking, and then I quickly realize there's something going on with this person. There, there's, there's clearly, you know, some. She's on the spectrum. There's something going on okay. with this person. I'm once I once I've assessed that, I get uh, okay. Well, let's let's see what else that you have to say so then i i start asking a question about this like canteen thing that they have where you can buy stuff there and uh i said where where do you put the money in like because you're not allowed to have cash there so where do i put the money in she goes where the hell did you get that idea Hmm. and i was like oh boy so then she's Okay. So then she is like uh, uh, another like parent and her two kids come along and she goes, I guess we can start the tour now. So this young lady is taking us through this camp and she's like, and over here is the wood shop and over here is the basket shop and over here is the play shop. And then she's swearing she's saying wow s, 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 and she's like wow. kind of banging her head a little bit yeah. uh, you know doing this whole thing and i'm uh-huh. like uh this is not the experience i signed my kid up for you know so then and then she's taking us through the camp and she's telling us to hurry up you guys aren't being fast enough well she's speed walking through this entire tour and not really giving any information <laughs> And and I say I, I say look, I get it. You know, people who have special needs are just like anybody else, right. and they're allowed to have certain jobs. But that's the thing: everybody, whether you have special needs or not, is made for a job. And this to- giving tours of this camp is not this person's forte, especially to parents who are yeah. dropping their kids off for, the, for a for, month for the first time. Yes, and then you can see the look on my, my kid's face, going, "What the he- uh, what the mm. hell is going on here?" So as we continue walking, then you can hear over a loudspeaker, "There's a tour starting in five minutes," and then she's yelling back at it, going, "I'm already on the tour." Oh boy. Ooh, boy. So then we get to another section where she just goes, you know what? The pool and the farm are down that way. I don't have time for you. I'm too tired. And she just walks away. Mm. Right? <laughs> what? This wow. is the worst tour I've ever heard. I know. But, uh, but I'm like, uh, again, my, my, uh, my empathy is going out to this person because I can clearly tell there's something going on that is beyond her control. Right. But I'm also like... Who is in charge here letting this person give these tours? And without and then, any supervision yeah, is how she's doing can, it. You can see the anxiety in, in me. And I, can, I can feel it. And then you can see it in my kid. Go, like, you're dropping me off at this place? <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I bring her over to this this other kid who was, a, who was the cabin leader or whatever. But again, it's another teenager who was okay. But yeah. I was like... 
uh, you know, she's kind of wondering what, what she should do now. And she said, well, you know, you can unpack your stuff and then in your bunk and then uh, you can start, come, you can come back out and we'll have like an orientation thing and, you know, we'll give the rules of the kid. You know, they, they give like a whole rundown of, of what's going on. So then I'm like leaving my kid and I'm like looking at her and she looks like, don't leave me here. <laughs> and, I, and I said, and I, I, I was like, listen, listen, you don't have to stay here. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to do this, you don't have to do it. Like, my dad would have made me stay there and right. say, you know, sayonara, uh, pal, you know. Uh, we'll but see clearly you. you're not feeling comfortable about this either. I don't feel comfortable about it either, but there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, uh, this is all part of the experience, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, except for that other part of this tour thing. So uh, I decide to leave. The, the grounds of this place, leaving my child with, you know, the other uh, campers and the trainers and uh, counselors. And I and I I don't go very far because there's something about this. This is bothering me. So I, my youngest daughter and I drive down the road like five minutes to a place that was like a restaurant. And I said, let's get something to eat in here. And I'm going to write an email right now because... Right. But because here's the, here's the problem, and 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 you know, my sister said this to me yesterday. She goes, "Why why didn't you just go find somebody?" And I said, "Because you don't understand this operation that they had going on here. There's like a couple of hundred kids coming in through the gate, and everybody's busy. Like it, everybody's got a job to do." Yeah, but so so there was nobody in charge. There was somebody in charge, but I didn't know where they were or what. Uh, right. You know, I you can't tell. Everybody's you know, it's not like. You know they're all wearing name tags, but it, uh, you don't know who's the boss. You know who's the who's the the seer of this. So I even be somebody you found out the tour guide was the one that's in charge of it all. Mm-hmm. So so as we're sitting, as we're sitting there, uh, I write an email to the woman that I had been corresponding with, and uh, she, so she, I I say that, you know listen, we were we were on a tour with this particular person. I gave the name. Yeah. And I said, it was completely unprofessional. She was swearing. She didn't even want to finish the tour, and she wasn't very informative. And I said, she should not be giving tours of this place. And mm-hmm. I said, this is ridiculous that this is the experience that my kid got. You know, when we were so amped up to come here because of all the great things that we've heard about this particular place. Right. So she, uh, within five minutes, the phone is ringing. It's the actual director of Mm, the camp who is apologizing profusely up and down because I said, (laughs) can you go check on my kid to make sure she's okay? Because she didn't really get the experience that I wanted her to. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I I, am sending someone over there right now to greet, you know, Apologize, and it, and I said, I said, I said that person should not be giving tours, and he says, yeah, she's not authorized to give tours. Oh wow! She just saw a group of people standing there and said, "Hey, come on, let's go on this tour. I'm taking you on a tour." Like she wasn't supposed to be doing that. I really? smell, yeah, I, I smell a discount for your camp dues. Well, it's not <laughs> even more about the discount. It's a more about like, you know, make this good, make yep. this, you know, right. right. So now, you know, <laughs> oh so I felt a lot better knowing that my kid is now getting this VIP treatment now from this place. But what a horrible, horrible experience. But the idea that somebody just said, oh, I'm available for a tour. Come on, let's go. <laughs> 
It's like uh, Jack Nicholson taking the other guys for a fishing trip in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, Remember that? except that was the best yeah. thing they did all day. <laughs> right, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so you leave. So I leave, and then, and then you know that it finally gets settled. You know, you know, at, at that point where my anxiety kind of, ooh, you know, kind of relaxed a little bit, right? And I didn't have to have to worry too much. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because yeah. you still got one kid who's going there in two weeks. Yeah, she it, saw yeah. this too. Yeah, and she's got to be thinking, eh, there's got to be something else for me to do this well, summer. <laughs> well, I said to her, I said, hey, uh, hey, buddy, what do you what do you think about going to this place? And she's like, I really want to go, but I don't want to be around that person that's yeah. doing the tours. And I said, I, I she. My kids are pretty privy to what's going on. Yeah. They understand that, you know, they go to school with kids who have who have issues that mm-hmm. that that are just like that. But it was just I just felt it but my other question was who is watching this person? You know, who is corralling like who's supervising that? Yeah. And uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, trying to get advice. I'm texting my girlfriend, and she's like, she's doing the whole like, you know, why don't you go full, you know, pop a bear on these people? And I was like, I can't do that. I'm not that kind of person. I need to assess everything that's going on before I start making an action. And I think the first action, you know, the first thing I did was pull over and write an email. Well, because and, and good for that director for contacting you right away. Oh, and now I have his cell phone. I have him on speed dial. Ooh, very good. Yeah. 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 And he said, be- you can call me anytime you want. Oh, I was and like, you oh, will. I will. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. <laughs> Meantime, Kaczynski will be giving well, tours here at Rock 102. <laughs> because they're not allowed... <laughs> you're not allowed to uh, contact them in the first week. Like, they're supposed... So the kids can get acclimated to, to the camp, mm-hmm. but... Damn, man, talking about walking away from wow. someplace going, oh, I don't feel good about this at all. <laughs> I think I've made yeah. a tremendous mistake. Yeah. It's 628 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Hey, Carla. It's 630 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And it's going to be nice today, about 80 degrees or so with uh, yeah, lots of sunshine. And now it's time for Today I Learned with Back Stephen Dave. Rock 102. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, today I learned the artist uh, Tommy Two-Tone, who is famous for the 8675309 Jenny song, yeah. is actually a band consisting of several members rather than one solo artist. I had no idea. You didn't know that? I thought Tommy Two-Tone was the guy, but it's Tommy Heath, hmm. and he runs the band. Right. Well, I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Well, that, that's why we call this what? You know, there's, there's, no, uh, there's no Jethro Tull. And there's no Pink Floyd. You know what? I used to work with a guy uh, years ago, and he was a kid, and he he, he was lit when Eminem came out with that uh, collaboration, or he sampled uh, uh, Aerosmith's. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, uh, he, he samples that, and then this kid says to me, "Hey, man, did you ever hear Aerosmith?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard of Aerosmith." He goes, "That guy Smith rocks." <laughs> Because yes, he, he thought his name was Smith. Arrow Smith. Yeah, like so it was like not, one guy. Not the not the same. Wouldn't you name your kid Arrow? Uh, yes, me and my Arrow. And that is today I learned with Max Stephen David. What are we going to do? There's a spying situation going on outside a house in Springfield. We'll give you details straight ahead on the Rock 102 News. Here's your Western 635. 
We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. A couple in Springfield is very worried after noticing a man using his phone to record inside their house. Police said they do not believe it's a peeping Tom situation, but still could be dangerous. The couple talked to Western Mass News. They want to remain anonymous, so they're talking off camera for their safety. And we'll have that in uh, now hear this a little bit later on with their audio. Suffice it to say, they told Western Mass News that they're worried the person could come back and maybe do something worse than use his phone to film inside their house. It started when the couple was alarmed by their dog barking at the door late one night and they saw the guy outside their house filming the interior oh maybe he was just uh getting some zillow estimates mm-hmm. yeah you don't uh, you don't do it that way you sure i'm pretty sure you don't do it that way i don't know i've I mean, done that before well yeah but you don't go to someone's house you just look on the website and say hmm, i wonder what they paid in taxes last year well when i was buying my house i went to the previous owners while they were there and just started filming them through the window and mm-hmm. i said uh, i want to see what it's like to live in here all right <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody filming my house because my uh, my living room is a mess. Uh, Steve Nagel now suspect number one in this case, by the way. Uh, the Springfield couple very concerned because they have four children at home and they don't want to have to confront the stranger themselves. They feel like it could make the situation worse. And so that's why they contacted police police investigating the situation. Also, two people arrested after being found sleeping inside an unoccupied apartment on High Street in Springfield. According to Ryan Walsh, the spokesperson for the Springfield Police, 40-year-old Wilberto Castro of Springfield and 30-year-old Amber Couture of Agawam arrested after police were called to 38 High Street for a suspicious couple inside an apartment on High Street. You can look this up, by the way. Mr. Castro's expression in his mugshot, pure shock, like, uh... Well, I mean, I'm sure he didn't expect to get caught. Right. You, know, you, you get uh, you know, real comfortable and mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you start setting things up yeah. you know, your way. Yes. Uh, mouth wide open for Mr. Castro in his electrifying mugshot. You can check that out, either 22news or westernmassnews.com. And obviously, they're going to have to answer for something. I don't know how nice the apartments are that are unoccupied mm-hmm. at uh, High Street there. Do you guys happen to know? Because, uh, you know, I'm always in the... Look out! Are on the lookout for. You already new- got an apartment. You I know. told us the other day. I know. You're, how long did you sign the lease for? A uh, year. Well, there you go. You yeah. can't go looking for another apartment well, right well, now. Well, sure you can. You're gonna you break the lease eh, if you feel you got an upgrade. You know, especially I told you this market right now. The climate for renters is horrible right now. I wish I made Dave Coombs money where mm-hmm. I could afford to break a lease in the middle of it <laughs> if I needed to get a better apartment. If you didn't have the luxury of living in a home like I wish I did then you might be in the same situation I am where you take whatever you can get when it comes available. Mm. I'm telling you, the renting climate right now, very, very difficult. You know, I'm, uh, I'm looking at these mug shots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, okay, Wilberto is not, necess- I mean, this is not exactly Olin Mills quality. I mean, you wouldn't get uh, <laughs> your wallet right. size uh, photographs of that mug shot. But, uh, you know, no offense to Will uh, to Wilberto, but mm-hmm. I think Amber could probably do a little bit better. Yeah, I think so. You know, and by the way, did I say Amber's thirty? He's forty. Mm-hmm. Just pointing that out in case you're what following. That make? Just following along at home. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just pointing out their ages once again. Why? Why? What's the difference? Just because I find age interesting when it comes to coupling. 
Man, it's only well, 10 that's years. That's all. My that, wife and I are 10 years difference. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, you find I, that I, interesting? I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. Do you I find th- that interesting? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I find, I find I find age differences in couples interesting, and I, I think it works. Well, what's the difference between you and uh, your lady friend? Uh, about three years. Oh, my God. Three years. Oh You're really God. robbing the cradle, aren't you? Well, and if you saw how young she looks compared to me, you guys would find that interesting as well, because I thought she was like 10 years younger or more. I wouldn't find that interesting at all. East Long Meadows Fire Department responding to a mercury spill yesterday on Pinehurst Drive. Mercury. Yes. Officials saying they received reports of the spill around 10 a.m. yesterday, right after our show. And apparently not more than a tablespoon of mercury spilling out of an old barometer. But enough to cause an alert. State's hazmat team and other officials all on the scene assisting yesterday. You know, to be honest... uh, that's dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be uh, fiddling around with any amount of mercury. Right. Even though it's so fun to play with. Uh, but uh, no, you don't want to touch that stuff. Uh, hazmat teams need to be called in. DEP also on hand, as well as MEMA. Once it uh, once it gets the, uh, the temperature of 98.6, I believe you're okay. You're in the clear. Okay. It's safe. Good to know. I, I had no idea. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe it or not. I don't know all the physical properties of uh, every element on the periodic chart. Well, I don't know why you don't know that. Really should start studying up. Greenfield police investigating after somebody fired at least twelve rounds at a residence on Forbes Court yesterday afternoon around one o'clock, or as known as Monday in Greenfield. The suspect fled the scene in a Honda Accord, possibly it says with New York license plates. And a high-speed chase ensued through Greenfield and Deerfield. But police lost sight of the car on Deerfield's back roads. Police said the shooting incident marks the third active shooting in Greenfield in just over a month. And what kind of car was this? A Honda Accord. Well, you know what? I think that says quite a lot about Honda. Mm-hmm. That can outrun uh, police vehicles. I think on Consumer Reports, I believe uh, a few years ago, they talked about what the uh, the best car uh, in a high-speed chase would be. And, and I those- didn't realize the Accord had... Uh, have been so uh, effective. They, they, you're right. They should market that. And, and the back roads of Deerfield can be confusing for sure. Mass Mutual, the latest company to have its logo on a Major League Sports franchise uniform. The Springfield-based company is going to have its logo on Red Sox uniforms now. Although the Red Sox say it's just a rumor. <laughs> Other people saying, no, no, it's confirmed. Mass Mutual reportedly paying $17 million per year. <laughs> To have their logo on Red Sox outfits. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. We're going to have to lay off about 2,000 of you. We don't have any money to pay you. What are you going to do with the extra money? Uh, put our name on a shirt. It's a uh, it's a 10-year, $170 million Holy deal. Crap. Yes. Uh, the deal eclipsed the recently signed uh, AccraSure Stadium deal in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which was 15 years, $150 million. But now that's that, just for a stadium, though. That's, that's the, the naming rights for a stadium. Right. This is for a iron-on patch little, of a uniform. Little tiny logo that you really don't even see unless there's a close-up of somebody's sleeve. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I... Uh, I would think for that kind of cash, they'd get a little bit more out of it. Right. And th- by the way, it could be more than $17 million per year. There are, quote, performance kickers that could bump it up to $20 million a year, depending on how the Sox perform in any given season. Listen, I uh, this is not meant to badmouth uh, Mass Mutual. Uh, this is really more to badmouth uh, any insurance company. Can you imagine uh, if you had to make a claim right. uh, using a certain insurance company and they denied you 
And it, let's say it was like a like a like a like a two thousand dollar claim, mm-hmm. but they denied you just months after signing a one hundred and seventy million dollar deal for a patch on a Red Sox uniform. Right, I would be contacting my agent right away. Don't blame you. That's what I would probably do. Uh, the only active jersey patch deal in Major League Baseball is between the Padres and Motorola for nine million a year over a four year package. By the way, the Celtics have had jersey matches for both GE and Vista Print over yeah, the years. But is, as well. is anybody getting that kind of deal? No. I mean, no. you know, ten years, one hundred and seventy no. million dollars. Not even close. Damn. Well, I mean, I didn't realize they're going to save a few bucks not naming the Mass Mutual Center anymore, mm, but right? nevertheless. That's a lot to spend for a patch. Seems hefty. 644 with back Steve and Dave. Got the mass hat coming up next on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651. And the Eagles with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It is uh, It is going to be, and I will tell you right now, uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 87. It is 66 right now in downtown Springfield. Coming up uh, next hour, there's a, a situation uh, I want to talk about uh, after 7. Do we have to talk about the Jersey Shore again? No, no. This is, uh, this is something uh, a little bit closer to home. And uh, I think it is an outrageous situation, and we will discuss it. In uh, just a few minutes. 79 cents for gum? Now that's outrageous. That is outrageous. But this is even more outrageous. Right now at 651 with back Stephen Day. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Well, it's just a couple of miles from the Massachusetts state border, so this should satisfy Steve's requirements for the Mass Hat. A bar and a restaurant in Tiverton, Rhode Island, had to apologize yesterday. They posted an offensive meme. It was a black and white picture of Anne Frank, you know, from the Holocaust? Yes. With the phrase, quote, it is hotter in here than an oven, and I should know, end quote. <sighs> Ooh. Written across the picture. And the hashtag, oh boy, as, All right. as the caption. Listen, I know that there are people out there who have a very cerebral sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But when you are a business and you are broadcasting to the public not only your weekend specials, but your anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. it might be time for you to rethink your marketing uh uh, methods in this whole thing. Yeah, and uh, anti-Semite restaurant is not a real theme that most people want to go to. No, you know it's it's really something that does that doesn't push, really doesn't push menu items. So, uh, do you have the explanation? Because I have the explanation. Go ahead, what? you do. Well, it was they said it was an employee who didn't know mm. who Anne Frank was that put that meme up. And I'm like, okay. Then why put it up? Right. If you don't know who it is, why would you think it's funny to other people if you don't even know what the joke is? Well, that's garbage because how do you not know the association of Anne Frank to... You know, the, to the caption. The, the This excuse is like the, along the lines of, oh, somebody must have hacked my account. Yeah, or, or mm-hmm. I don't know how that gun got in that carry-on luggage. Right, right. That that kind of thing. It's a, People are just so stupid. And the, so, like, just 
insensitive, if you will. Yeah, that one's that one's way out of line. The Atlantic Sports Pub in Tiverton opens at eleven this morning. In case you're interested in, oh, I don't know. I bet you they don't. Going over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet today you is think? the one day that they're going to open up a little bit late. Uh, they've got some of their menu items here. The Knockout, Nachos Supreme. Uh, the Asian, Sweet and Spicy Calamari. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, so they're everybody. Everybody. willing to offend everybody. I know, right? The famous Mozambique Cheesy Fries Tower. So, yeah, they're, I mean, they're. <laughs> there was a, a Yelp review I saw yesterday that said, uh, I loved I, what is, the shaved prime rib sandwich. However, stay away from the anti Semitism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not good. good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they got me love. They got turkey. They got all sorts of stuff on there. They got the Portuguese pork loin dinner as well. Well, you're in Tiverton. That's okay. Yeah, yeah right. I yeah. mean, that's, that, that's, you're going to find that in, you know, your Fall River, New Bedford, Tiverton. You're going to find all that there. But. Anti-Semitism doesn't spread to all those towns. No, it does not. Uh, it's uh, located, by the way, uh, on is it Chauve Street? Is that or it's Chauve, right? S H O V E. I think it's pronounced Chauve, right? Isn't it Chauve? Not Chauve. I I honestly don't know. I I don't know Tiverton all that well. I I would I would pronounce it Chauve. I okay. don't know. Have you heard it Chauve I, I, before? At some that's place, why I said point? it that way because I How think you spell it? I, like Chauve. Yep. But I think it's Shove. I think. I'm not sure about that. So anyway, maybe somebody Well, when push familiar. comes to Shove, uh, don't go eating at the Atlantic Sports Bar. I'm not going to plan on it. Yeah. And uh, one other Mass Hat nominee, a guy named Matthew Griffin's got a new art exhibit in Sydney, Australia. What he did was he doused a McDonald's pickle in ketchup and then chucked it on the ceiling. Hmm. It stuck. And now hundreds of people are stopping by to this museum to see... His piece of art called The Pickle at an art gallery in Sydney, Australia. Sounds interesting. Yeah, what, right. What happens when it eventually falls off the ceiling? Well, then it becomes a floor display and maybe ah. even more valuable. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's, it'd be like, and as it's falling, it's like, what do you call those kind of arts, art things that are, you know, in motion, you know, like in motion or whatever? Yeah. I mean, you know, art doesn't necessarily mean a permanent piece. Right. You know, it could be. Uh, a piece in motion, a piece yes. of, that yes. is uh, in constant isn't transition. It, isn't that vandalism? You'd think, right? Yeah. Although if he's it's more in- like a Dicasso, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's increasing the traffic to this museum yeah. because of his art display, no, I, I don't right? think I don't think that's going to be the primary uh, display in that uh, museum. But mm-hmm. well, hey. hey, you know what? There's lots of things that would bring traffic to businesses, but sometimes people don't want them around, mm-hmm. and we're going to find out all about that. Coming up after 7 o'clock. All right. We'll get to that, and we'll get to the 102-second sports. A horrifying chess injury? Yeah. Stay tuned. That's straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the to draw the line. I'm already paying for cable, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, and a few other services that are shaking me down every month for timely payments. However, I am not a bottomless well of disposable income. I have my limits. So when the NFL announced yesterday the development of their brand new spanking new streaming service called NFL Plus, I was largely unmoved. Yesterday, the league announced for just $4.99 a month, or $39.99 a year, I can enjoy the entire live, local, and primetime coverage of the games that I will probably won't get a chance to see for free on Fox, ESPN, CBS, or NBC. The league is also offering the NFL Plus Premium Package, in which I can get everything that I would get on NFL Plus, which I typically get for free everywhere else, only this time I would get all kinds of replays and special features that I really don't need. And that'll only cost me 
$9.99 a month or $79.99 a year. Now you might say, well, that's not so bad. No, it isn't. But when you've got a 17-week-long season and the games that I really give a crap are usually being played for free on TV anyway, then I probably don't need this service. You see, the problem here is that I'm just about at my limit as to how much I'm willing to spend on things that I may never use, especially while there's an economic dumpster fire going on that makes everything in our lives way too expensive. There's some other issues with this new service, like you can hook it up from your phone to your regular TV, which kind of sucks if that's what you were hoping for. But more importantly, how much do I really care about every other team in the NFL? And do I care enough to drop $80 a year on it when I go watch those games that I want to see for no money at all? I think the answer would have to be a resounding no. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, this show's got plenty of fans, but not like the cool flow high velocity fan that you can get for 40 bucks at Rocky's. That thing's a beauty. 12 inches, high velocity. Let me tell you something. That thing really blows. Pick up a cool flow at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware today. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 710. And Aerosmith with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. I love that guy, Aerosmith. He's great. He is. Yes, he is. And it's going to be 80 today. Going to love the weather as well. Lots of sunshine, no rain today. Hey, I want everybody uh, to grab a pen or uh, you open up your calendar and your phone and write this down. Ugh. Homework? Come on. No, it's not really homework. I just want you to you know, set an appointment for this. The Mayflower Marathon this year will be November 21st through the 23rd. Okay? Who are I, you, Judy Matt with Bright Nights? Well, I know you want to get uh, there early, but uh, you're going to understand why I'm letting you know now. Okay. So for the last 28 years, Rock 102 has held the Mayflower Marathon to help the, the Springfield Open Pantry. And over those 28 years, you, and by that I mean the audience, have helped us raise millions, and I mean millions of dollars for food and cash to keep the Open Pantry in business to provide the services that they provide throughout the Springfield area. Wonderful organization. Essential services to people definitely in need. Without, without a doubt. And... Over the years, we have held the Mayflower Marathon of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Used to be at the old building. Then when they built the new building, we moved over to the new building. But on July 21st, this would be five days ago, Mm -hmm. Rock 102 received a letter from the Hall of Fame that stated, and I quote, the utilization of the South Side has changed with the opening of the place to be. While we acknowledge the Mayflower Marathon as a worthy project, we believe that we no longer have the capacity to host the event. We wish you the best and we'll contact you if the situation changes. What? That's right. Now, what's the place to be again? So the place to be is it's a new business. It's a, it's a chain uh, restaurant that is now occupying the space previously held by Samuels. So it's on the south end of the of the building, okay. and they're going in, and uh, and that's it. I don't even know if they're open yet. I haven't been there, and, and and this is not about the place to be. This is about the Hall of Fame's decision to no longer have us there. After 28 years, they've mm-hmm. granted us access to their parking lot and have allowed us to create a community event that's grown into the largest food drive yeah. of its kind in New England. That that's the important part right there. It, this isn't like Rock 102, uh, hey, come look at us, see what we're doing. This is this, well beyond that. This has melded into such a community event where 
not only us, but other radio stations support us. Including in doing... the one in your very building. Yes. Now, this is an event that over the years has attracted listeners, school children, local politicians, at least two governors, a uh, you know congressmen, business leaders, celebrities, community groups throughout Western Mass and Connecticut. We've even had people from as far as Vermont and New Hampshire join us looking to help people in need. And yet... The Hall of Fame would rather not participate because they have a new tenant on one side of the building and a vacant space on the other. Now, again, no disrespect to the place to be, uh, but there have been no complaints or parking issues when Samuels was in business, at least uh, not that they ever shared with us. And there were no complaints from Thing 5, which occupied the space across the hall for several years. In fact, Thing 5 was the only business in the Hall of Fame complex that ever made a cash donation to the Mayflower Marathon. That didn't happen with anybody else. I mean, yes, they provided the parking lot, like Max has provided meals. Mm-hmm. That was all very well and good. There's, but that's listen, it. There, there's a uh, there's a joint effort of all those places, typically, of helping us out in one way or another. Yes, absolutely. So this is not about, to me, this is not about uh, the occupancy of the building. This is about the Basketball Hall of Fame not caring about the Open Pantry, not caring about the Mayflower Marathon, and not necessarily caring about the Springfield community or people in need. You know, they, you know, they want parking spaces for a restaurant that serves breakfast at 7 a.m. Well, what, a, well is, what happens at the Mayflower Marathon? You have hundreds and hundreds of cars going through that parking lot over the course of two and a half days to make a donation. Many of those cars, you know what they do after they've made their donation? They were looking for something to eat. They're looking for something to eat, and they go inside the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Maybe they go to Colstone. Maybe they go to Samuel's when it was open. Maybe they go to Max's. My point is they go inside the Hall of Fame. They patronize yeah. your other tenants. For whatever reason, that uh, that's not going to happen. You know, I mean, keep it in mind. Yeah, you know, this is an organization, the Hall of Fame, that would rather have a bulk of their enshrinement ceremonies. At Mohegan Sun, 69 miles away from the very parking lot that they no longer allowing us to use. Right. I mean, this is to me, this is just a shamefully disappointing decision. And I would like to think that many people in the audience, many of the people that have participated in the Mayflower Marathon over the last nearly 30 years would feel the same way. Yeah, I, I would uh, go out on a limb and say not only the people who have donated to the Mayflower Marathon, but we've had people that have utilized the services of the open pantry, and then once they've gotten back on their feet, have come to donate themselves. So there's a whole uh, thing that comes full circle within this. You know, like it's giving back to the community, which is something the Hall of Fame is not very good at. You know, if you go on their website... And you uh, look to see what kind of community things that they do over the years. You don't find very much. In fact, I am having a really hard time, and I'm trying really hard to remember what they've done in the Springfield community. I don't really recall. And if they have done things, they haven't done any promotion with Rock 102, which I don't understand either. No. Nevertheless. I want everybody to be aware and and confident that one way or another, we're going to hold a Mayflower Marathon either with the Basketball Hall of Fame or without the Basketball Hall of Fame. The preferred location, obviously, would be the Hall of Fame. But unfortunately, 
we're going to have to do it somewhere else, and we are open to your suggestions for alternative sites. But this is not the first time that they've turned their back in the city of Springfield. Remember, this is they once threatened to relocate in Orlando before mm-hmm. they got a new building. I hope they see the error in this judgment, but I'm not holding my breath on this. Uno's, Max's, the Hilton Garden Inn, Plan B, even the radio station inside that building has never had a problem with the Mayflower Marathon. And if they did, they never shared that complaint with any of us. But the people that run the building apparently do. And that's problematic for me because this is, like I said, it is no longer a radio station event. That stopped years ago. This is a community event in which everybody from the sheriff, the mayor, to Judy Matt, from, uh, I mean, you've had, you know, the police academy to the, you know, Charlie Baker to, you know, Richie Neal to everybody in between. How many school children are involved in the Mayflower Marathon to help people in need in Springfield? Hundreds. You're talking about hundreds from all over the area. And you're talking about free advertising. Of your business. For two and a half days, right. the cash value equivalent to that is astronomical. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I, I don't have the history that you guys have with this. It's, it's, more, it's far more than two and a half days because you're talking about this event months in advance. Months yeah, right. So you're, get, you're getting all of that added value as well. And, you're and, right. And if the Hall of Fame doesn't want to do it, then maybe some other business is going to benefit from well, this. Well, I just got a note uh, that Collins Tavern would love to have us in their parking lot to take donations. Uh, Collins Tavern doesn't have the space for three 48-foot trailers no, on tent and scanners. But they got 75-cent Pabst Blue Ribbons well, on tap. That's a, that's a very generous offer. Good point. But, you know, the the, my, the point that, that I'm making here is, you know, the Mayflower Marathon is an important event for the open pantry. They feed 30,000 families a year on a slow year. This is, you know, these are difficult times, obviously, and, you know, covid uh, you know, didn't shut us down, and last year we had a tremendous year. In spite of everything that was that was going on, it's not us doing it. We're just the ones with microphones. It's everybody else in the community that's involved in this Mayflower Marathon. That's what's important. And yet, the Hall of Fame would prefer not to be involved because of a new tenant, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. They've had full occupancy in the past of that building, and no one ever complained. In fact, they were more than happy to have us. But something over the years has changed, and we've had no other explanation other than they want to say, well, the place to be requires more more, more room yes, than this Samuel's. New, this new business doesn't want any new business. Please stay away. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, listen, I'm not trashing the new business. I hope they do very, I'm not very either. well. I'm talking about very well here, but I'm pretty sure that if they opened up at right. 7 o'clock and serve breakfast, guess who's eating there? We Us would definitely all be. All of our staff is going to eat there. Yeah. And everyone else dropping off food for the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. This is not a good decision on their part. It really isn't. I mean, you're not hurting. If, if it's some kind of vengeance against us or some sort of whatever it is, you're not hurting us Directly, you're yeah. hurting the community and the people that rely on those services that the open pantry provides each and every year. To me, it says a hell of a lot more about them than anything else here, because we're going to do this with or without you. And we're hoping that we'll be as successful this coming November as we've been any other year. The fact that you don't want to participate, I think, is shameful. And frankly, 
I'm outraged by it. I mean, I've kind of known this was coming for a while, and I didn't want to say something until we had official word that they no longer wanted us there. And now that they do, now I can start looking at this thing you know, objectively and saying, okay, what does this really mean? And I think it's pretty obvious what this means. You know, that, that Springfield is not their priority. They've got other things in mind. And I think that is awful. But you can come down and spend $25 at the Hall of Fame to see a giant shoe. <laughs> Listen, I think the Hall of Fame is a wonderful thing. It's a great museum. It, 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 you know, when, when enshrinement is here, you know, Springfield steps up and does their best. But when it comes to reaching out to the community, I can think of no other event that happens on their property bigger or more important to this community than Mayflower, the Mayflower Marathon. Now, I have a question again. I don't have the history you guys do with this, and you mentioned the idea of a vendetta of some sort. Is there a reason why no, there I would be some sort of uh, vendetta against not, you, you again, guys or the show or the radio station? or Not, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Right. Not that I'm aware. I mean, if, if there is, then you know, I'll be happy to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? To be honest, I would welcome anybody from the Basketball Hall of Fame to come on the show and explain to us why this decision was made. Good idea. And what can be done for it. And maybe discuss it back and forth. I would be happy to. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I'm not holding my breath that they're going to come on the air and and do that. Okay. So what that means is we now have to consider different sites. And that would require space for the the three trucks, Mm -hmm. the tent, the scanners... (laughs) A place for for cars to uh, to move around safely, uh, you know, access to electricity and internet, and easy access to a to a highway. It's got to be easy to get to, and there's lots of places that have the room that are not that easy to get to. Something tells me the smell in that area is not from Bondi's Island anymore. It might not be. No, it might be coming from something bigger. Well. It's uh, 723 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. 733 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. A troublesome situation in Springfield. A couple a little bit on the edge, according to Western Mass News, after noticing a man using his phone to record inside their house. The couple speaking exclusively to Western Mass News, wanting, though, to remain anonymous and off-camera for their safety and the safety of their four children inside the house. So what happened was late at night, their dog started barking, and then the woman's husband said that he checked the cameras, the security cameras they haven't realized there was somebody at the window of their house recording inside their home. Uh, the couple's very concerned because of the four kids at home, and the police from Springfield are investigating the situation. They don't have any suspects as of yet, and they don't believe, according to Western Mass News, they do not believe that it was a peeping Tom situation, but maybe somebody casing the joint looking to rob it. Gotcha. So look out for that. This is interesting. So there's a picture of a Toyota Nissan on a beach at the shoreline in Florida, as if it had driven right up to the water's edge. Apparently, in Daytona Beach, a driver from Springfield suffered a seizure and lost control of his vehicle, smashed through a toll booth, went right onto the beach and into the water, striking a child on that beach. Did he get to muster up a ta-da at the end? Right. I mean, this is so strange. And again, the, the child's fine. The child was taken to the hospital, a couple of scrapes and bumps and bruises. Witnesses say they heard the horrifying sound of a 
toll booth blowing apart as the car slammed right through it and headed in their direction. Now, I can't, I've lived in Florida before. I visit Florida a lot. I lived there for 10 years. I don't remember like a toll booth being that close to the water's edge, but apparently it was. I don't know. <clears throat> you can see the pictures of it on WCVB Boston's website. It's an odd site, and I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often where you learn that, again, in this case, it was a seizure that the driver of the vehicle suffered before crashing the car onto the beach. That's uh, that's scary. It's real scary. Yeah, I mean, you got to worry about sharks, and now you got to worry about uh, flying Toyota Nissans landing on the beach. The driver, 28-year-old Christian Rivera Rosado of Springfield, apparently recovering from his seizure as well. If he landed in a vegetable garden, he would be a seizure salad. That's offensive wow. anyone who has a seizure disorder. Hey. <sighs> Got some other crime to talk about. Uh, <laughs> no wonder the Hall of Fame doesn't want you there. Yeah, gee, I don't know why. <laughs> a 25-year-old Belchertown man arrested yesterday and charged with killing a woman in Springfield eight months ago. Victor Okendo, facing multiple charges in the death of Charlene Figueroa, who was found dead... November 28th, in a car that had crashed on East Alvord Street in Springfield, police responded to gunfire detected nearby, discovered the unresponsive woman in the driver's seat. A second victim, 32-year-old Chad Alexander, was shot outside a nearby home. He had been rushed to Bay State Medical Center and died from his injuries two weeks later. So again, the 25-year-old Belchertown man, in association with these deaths, facing multiple charges. Also... Two people arrested after being found sleeping inside an unoccupied apartment on High Street in Springfield. 40-year-old Wilberto Castro of Springfield and 30-year-old Amber Couture of Agawam arrested after police were called to 38 High Street. Reports of suspicious people living inside an apartment on High Street. Just uh, squatting away. Yeah. And as we talked about recently on this show, uh, you can be squatting or you can be frogging. And either way, you might have rights to that particular you know, piece of real estate. If I uh, if I was homeless, didn't have anywhere to go, yeah. I'd probably do the same thing. I know it's illegal, <clears throat> but well, I mean, what, do you, what do you got to lose? I mean, what are they going to do? Tell you uh, you move along, or you know, you're under arrest. We're yeah. going to give you a, a nice warm cot in yeah. in a jail. Yeah, it sounds better than living a card in a cardboard box on the street. What do you got to lose? May have been the thinking behind Mass Mutual's decision to pay $17 million per year to put their patch on Red Sox uniforms. Yes, the Springfield company is paying that amount over a 10-year period, $17 million per season, with performance kickers that could bump it up to $20 million a year, depending on how the Red Sox perform on the field. Didn't they just have a bunch of layoffs? Mass Mutual, not the Red Sox, right? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they've done uh, a number of <clears throat> layoffs over the years. Something about the organizations in Springfield, for some reason, <laughs> don't really a lot of, seem it, to care about yeah. <laughs> the people that live here. Apparently not. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of money for mm. just a patch. I sure mean, I can understand. You know, if they're trying to get the naming rights to Fenway Park, but uh, for a patch, that mm. doesn't seem really worth the effort. Sure, uh, Motorola paid nine million a year to have their patch on San Diego Padres uniforms. You know, maybe if. <laughs> 
maybe if you were going to put your unif- your patch on, say, I mean, maybe choose a team that, that isn't so popular. I guess the Red Sox explains why you get $17 million for a patch there, whereas it's only $9 million for a Padres patch. The Celtics have had jersey patches for both GE and Vistaprint over the years. Just seems like a waste of money. Like, I don't notice the patches. Uh, I mean, I'll see a patch on a player's arm, mm-hmm. but I don't really care what it says. Yeah, you can't even you really know. see it. You don't focus on it. No, but it, you know, it's nice when you know when they do like the in support of whoever you know they're supporting an organization mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dana Farber, they do. I, I believe don't they do the don't they do. Different colored jerseys, I think, for the when they do the Jimmy Fun thing. Um, yeah, they yeah. do. So you know, stuff like that—that's understandable. But an advertisement for seventeen million dollars? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends if the advertise again. It, it, it totally depends on the platform of the advertisement. A patch on a uniform. You know, if you're sitting in Fenway Park, you can't see any patch on a uniform. Is it? Is that what you? But if you're watching it on TV. You're not paying attention to the patch and the uniform. Is that what you meant about the naming rights? Like, they would never change the name of Fenway Park. Like, you would... Uh, well, I, I, you never say never because, I mean, that's happened time and time again all over, all over sports. Right. You know, s- s- theoretically, uh, they could sell the naming rights and say it's the, you know, Fenway Park sponsored by Mass Mutual or, or Mass Mutual's Fenway Park. You know, they, they would, they, I could see something like that. Yeah, or MGM Field at Fenway Park, something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the issue here is, for that kind of money, they should have gotten a hell of a lot more. Yeah. It's a patch. I just, I mean, that's 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 crazy to me. The opposite of a waste of money, a million bucks earmarked for Westfield High School improvements and upgrades. It's going to be used for science labs, tennis courts, and security systems at Westfield High. Million dollars coming from the state of Massachusetts, secured by Senator John, it's Velas? Velas, yep. Yes, the Democrat from Westfield. And we've had to pay attention to a lot of problems in the ocean around us with two dozen shark sightings reported off the coast of Cape Cod recently, and then we had the red tide affecting the seafood. Now we've got Portuguese men of war spotted in the water in Westport yesterday. These are rare for the area. The Department of Conservation and Recreation closed Horseneck Beach State Reservation in Westport for the remainder of the day yesterday after the school of the men of war were spotted in the water. They're venomous, and they usually prey on other ocean life to stun them before they can then enjoy a lunch. Usually not deadly to people, but still they pack a powerful punch that can cause welts on exposed skin. You don't want that. That'll ruin the whole day at the beach. You're Portuguese. Are you a man of war? You're damn right I am, Steve. Yeah. And I'll sting you. I'll sting you from a mile away. And you won't like it. I wouldn't like it. Last hour, we talked about the uh, guy in Sydney, Australia, who tossed the pickle up on the ceiling and it's stuck, and now it's a piece of art that people are coming to see. we got a second pickle story for you here. And it's all about pickle jars. Sometimes we feel like menly men when we can open a pickle jar when our significant others can't. Mm-hmm. Well, according to a study, the whole pickle jar test could be a sign that you're dying if you can't open the pickle jar. New research out of Austria found that, quote, a weak hand grip 
may signal more serious health issues like heart problems, lung issues, and even a lower life expectancy. Yeah, yeah, you could be dying for a pickle. Right? Right. And so if you can't open the pickle jar, it might be a significant sign of some health issues. Um, Usually the pickle jar is open because several people have tried opening it, and then you open it. So So are they saying the first try... I suppose you're right. It's a good I point. Would ha- you, I mean, think about it. I mean, any kind of exertion on that uh, that that lid mm-hmm. is going to free it up a little bit more. That's why uh, the men look like a hero all the time, right? Because the woman did most of the work. The woman weakened yeah, she it. Lo- she yeah. loosened it up. Mm-hmm. Could be right. Seven forty-three with back Stephen Dave coming up next, and now hear this: a rock icon with a big birthday today, and a New York City man of the cloth. Got robbed at gunpoint. Jesus? Not him. Different cloth. Somebody else. Straight ahead. And now hear this on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 750 and 38 special. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be uh, nice today. Uh, dry. Mostly sunny with a high of 81 tomorrow. Uh, sunny and a high of 87. It is 69. Giggity in downtown Springfield. A uh, lot of reaction uh, for people What our news about the uh, the Hall of Fame and the Mayflower Marathon. If you missed it, you can uh, check out the, uh, the podcast earlier to find out exactly what we said. But... Uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame no longer wants to host the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, you can leave your comments on the uh, the, the Back Stephen Dave Facebook page, or uh, you know wherever you want to, wherever you want to unload. There are plenty of people who are who are uh, ticked off about it and are very very concerned. And no, this has nothing to do with anybody specific who works used to work here. So keep that in mind. This is something totally unrelated. It's seven fifty one with Back Stephen Dave. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from a New York City pastor who was robbed at gunpoint in the middle of a live stream church service. Masked gunman robbing Bishop Lamore Whitehead. Here he is speaking about the incident after the fact. They you know, took my watch, took my jewelry, took my bishop's ring, took my wedding band, and then they took my bishop's cross. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars in jewelry that was taken from me. God will avenge. I don't have to do anything. God will avenge. There he is. Over $400,000 worth of jewelry. Well, that's a lot of jewelry. For the but, man of the cloth. But nevertheless, that's, uh, I mean, that's pretty... That's pretty ballsy to take that away from uh, from any any member of clergy, or if, anybody for that matter. But if you're a man of the cloth, should you really be wearing that much bling around anyway? I mean, I was kind of thinking that, like, you know, what's what's the you hear about all these churches and these religions that, you know, uh, they fly around in private jets mm-hmm. and they uh, because they're basically bilking the people that are listening to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, out I'm of, sure this guy uh, came for money. I'm, I'm, of I'm, I'm sure he had plenty of money before he started this ministry. I don't know about that. Clip number two. Mick Jagger turns 79 today. What a drag it is getting old. Is on my side. Not so much anymore.
Is this playing every Rolling Stone song? Seems like it. You know every one, though. I feel like I'm experiencing a whole day of Rock 102 in less than three minutes. I don't know if this is stopping in just three minutes. I did it for a reason, guys. One of which is to show how prolific the Stones have been and how prolific Mick Jagger has been over his 79 years, or at least a portion of that lifetime. And how they haven't really had a good album since 1983. Speaking of proficiency, by the way, he's also produced... At least seven children with various women. So I thought we'd have a little game here. At least here. that he knows about. Yes, exactly. That's my point. So I have a list of all the names of the children the Jaggers have produced together. Mm-hmm. He and his various wives and girlfriends. I'll give you a name. You tell me whether it's a real Mick Jagger offspring or not. Okay. You can go back and forth. You can go like one at a time. Steve, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. How about Tallulah Raven Jagger? True. Tallulah Raven Jagger is... Incorrect. Bax, your toss-up is next. Okay. How about Temperance Holly Jagger? True. Incorrect. Steve, you're up next. How about James Leroy Augustine Jagger? True. True is actually correct in that case. How about that? Place to you, Betty. You're next. Jade Sheena Jezebel Jagger. That is true. Absolutely correct. I think that might have been Mick Jagger's first child, by the way. Uh, let's see. Fifi Trixie Bell Jagger, Steve. True. True is incorrect. Uh, that's the eldest child of Bob Geldof. Ah, yes, yes. All right. Bax, how about Georgia May Aisha Jagger? True. Is actually... No, actually, that was correct. I just hit the wrong sound effect there. Oh, my God. Now, now, I, now I've lost all track of uh, who's winning. Oh, I, I'm, are you guys keeping score? I'm not keeping score. Not I, I can't do that and hit the sound effects at the same time. Mo- move over, Mayim Bialik. <laughs> Dave Coombs is stepping into host Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, Steve, how yeah. about Lizzie Scarlet Jagger? Oh, yeah, that's uh, the one that sings uh, About Damn Time. And uh, uh, No, 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 Steve, that's Lizzo. Uh, no, <laughs> no you're thinking of the bad chick Bad bitch that, o'clock. Yeah, you're thinking of the chick that uh, was on that Disney channel, and she had that movie uh, about the show that she was on. No, 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 Steve, you're thinking of Lizzie McGuire. No, nah, you're thinking of the uh, chick that took 40 wax to her parents out in the head. No, it's Lizzie no, Borden. It's Lizzie Borden. No, no, that's the that's the condensed milk you can buy in a can. No, a no, no, Steve, that's Borden condensed milk. No, that's what I am with this bit right now. <laughs> well, Steve, you didn't answer the question. Boredom. Boredom. Yeah. Lizzie <laughs> Scarlet Jagger, yes or no? I have no idea, Dave. Uh, yes. Yes is correct. Good All job. Right, there you go. Uh, listen, I've got a, b- a bunch more, but you guys are bored with the bit, so we'll stop it. It's six, uh, 7.56 with back Steve and Dave. He's got tons of kids is the point and tons of hits. And happy 79th to Mick Jagger, the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when I signed my last contract with Rock 102, I was able to negotiate paychecks every two weeks. And so far, everyone's been able to live up those, to those contractual obligations, including the people who are writing those checks. 
So whenever I hear of a young man signing a contract extension that includes a lot of ancillary nonsense, I tend to bristle with delight as I take a better-than-them-than-me approach to contractual negotiations. For example, take a look at Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. He's a young man who just agreed to a massive contract extension last week that'll pay him $230.5 million over the next five years. And although he was granted $105 million in guaranteed money at signing and would get $160 million guaranteed even if he would get hurt, the contract comes with provisions that I would never sign in a million years. Forget that the Cardinals will be paying him an average of $46 million per season. Part of the deal is that Kyler Murray will be required to study film for a minimum of four hours a week for the next five years. Those films do not include anything that's currently streaming on HBO or Netflix. Instead, he is required to watch four hours of game film provided to him by the team. And he could be disciplined if he's watching anything else other than game film on his team-provided tablet. That includes TikToks, Reels, Snapchats, or Baby Shark videos on YouTube. Now, you might say, hey, Baxi, don't professional football players watch game film anyway? The reaction to that question would be, yes, but it's almost never included as a term of whether it's a contract, which makes me think that Kyler Murray is somewhat film-resistant when it comes to preparing for games. In this new contract, if he's not studying film for four hours a week outside of team meetings, the Cardinals are going to know about it, and that might have a negative impact on that $46 million he'll be averaging for the next four or five years. Folks, if Rock 102 were, re- were to require me to listen to four hours of morning show podcast every week, I'd probably hold out for a better deal. But pay me Kyler Murray a money to do the very same, and I might be willing to just think about it. Maybe. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is the most awesome charcoal grill ever invented. Hasn't changed much since 1951, and it doesn't need to because it's perfect. The Weber 22-inch premium kettle grill is on sale right now at Rocky's for $220, plus they'll throw in a free bamboo grill brush. Hell of a deal, and it's available now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811. And Queen on Rock 102. 70 already. Going to have highs of like 80 today with lots of sunshine. It's nice outside. Really nice. Nice enough to be outside in a parking lot. (laughs) For like two and a half days. Right. 52 hours. For those of you that uh, weren't listening last hour, uh, we announced something that uh, we're very disappointed in uh, regarding the Mayflower Marathon, which, by the way, is going on one way or another. Uh, It doesn't matter that uh, the Hall of Fame doesn't want to host us anymore. The, uh, the bigger issue is that the Mayflower Marathon will continue to raise food and cash for the open pantry. That is not going to change. But according to the, uh, to the Hall of Fame, who sent us an email on July 21st, quote, the utilization of the South Side has changed the opening, uh, has changed with the opening of the place to be. While we acknowledge the Mayflower Marathon is a worthy project, we believe we no longer have the capacity to host the event. We wish you the best and we'll contact you if the situation changes. Now, uh, for all the people that have uh, made comments online that it's about other things, yeah. it's not. This is what they are telling us. This is about space issues in a parking lot, which has been occupied for and, years. And frankly, if it was about the other thing that people are talking about online, uh, that would be even more disgraceful for an, a, an organization to do something like that because of one issue. Yeah, And, and, and to, you're hurting the community. You're not hurting... 
us. That's see, yeah. that's and that's my larger point. As we've talked about before, and we've talked about this in interviews with, uh, you know, like on uh, you know Channel Forty and mm-hmm. with Mass Live and and Twenty Two News. You know, whenever they ask us about it, I, I'm always very careful and very deliberate to say, "Listen, this isn't some goofy radio event. You know, where you know if you bring a can of food, you get a free T-shirt. It's not about that. This is about we should do that. Well, it would be a nice thing, but we don't have that many T-shirts. This is really about the community." being galvanized to help people in need. That's it. It's a community event. It is not about uh, Rock 102. It's not about anybody that works at Rock 102. It's not anybody that used to work at Rock 102. It's about doing the right thing. All, Even, and, and we have been doing it for 28 years, which is all the more reason to think uh, that this is a really dumb decision by the Hall of Fame. I was looking forward to my very first, by the way, because I helped last year. But well, I wasn't part of the Rock 102 staff at the time. So you're still going to be part of. Uh, oh, I know. Your yeah. very first, but yeah. and we are going to work you to death. Ready, it's ready just going to go. be in a different location, and we have no idea where that mm-hmm. is yet. But we d- listen. The community already. The response that I've gotten from uh, from many different people uh, throughout the area, business owners, things like that, are being more than welcome to us. And obviously, that's that's a thing that we're going to have to strategize and, and figure out what the what the best location uh for that to be is but it's again it is a community event this is something that uh if we even if rock 102's name wasn't on it it would still continue with somebody else because it is the biggest th- food drive for the open pantry that they see all year long, mm-hmm. all year long, and that food only lasts them until about March. Steve, it's it's the biggest food drive in New England. I mean, I mean it is, right. and it's certainly the longest lasting one. And you know what's what's you know upsetting about this is there's something very disingenuous to tell us that this is about a space issue in a parking lot. You know, the Hall of Fame at this point is not at full occupancy, where Thing Five had been. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the hallway from what's where Samuel's is to be and where now is uh, the place to be, that is still an open space. And as far as I know, it is still up for lease. You're not talking about an issue of space. You're talking about just not wanting it on your property because no one was complaining about space and parking lot issues when Samuel's was there. And no one right. was arguing about space issues at Uno's or the Hilton Garden Inn. Everyone's affected by the fact that we're there, and we understand that. But we're there for only two and a half days. And then once we're done, you know, the, the open pantry benefits for months, and everybody walks out of there feeling like we all did something great for our community. And you're worried about a couple of parking spaces? I mean, to me, I'm just, I'm not buying that excuse. It To me, it sounds like, like total horse crap. But mm-hmm. again, I would welcome the opportunity to talk to John DeLiva from the Hall of Fame or anybody else from the Hall of Fame that, that, that is willing to explain to us why there is no more space available for the Mayflower Marathon. Well, and I'm interested in some of the comments that are coming in because I know, Steve, you said you had comments. And Bax, mm-hmm. you've had comments on social media. I see the phone ringing right now as well. Yeah, go ahead. Pick it up. Yeah. Let's uh, see what we got here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is John. I was uh, talking about, you guys are talking about the Hall of Fame stuff? Yes, you're on the air right now, John. All right, well, maybe uh, maybe you guys should uh, go to the NBA. 
I mean, there's, the NBA's got a lot of people there that are uh, pretty, for lack of a better term, liberal and uh, and giving and stuff. And uh, maybe they don't uh, they don't know that the Hall of Fame is trying to do this. Well, it's the thing is, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame, and you know, and and even the Hall of Fame will tell you that that you know this is about something uh, totally different. Yeah, they, I mean, this is this is really about you know. The NBA, the NBA doesn't want to get involved in this. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's that's too bad because uh, I mean it is it is their Hall of Fame, and uh, you know personally, I think I think it's a travesty that they're uh, that they're doing what they're doing to you guys because this has been a good thing for the community for a long time, and I've been, you know I've donated for years and years and years, and yeah, we uh, appreciate that. Thank you. I have to say that I'm uh, I'm pretty frustrated to hear that the Hall of Fame would uh, would take this position. Thank you, man. We appreciate the help. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Thank All right. You. So you know we've gotten uh, we've gotten a lot of messages here, and you know people are are suggesting places that are you know, that are you know good suggestions. You know, Eastfield Mall, Holyoke Mall. People mentioned uh, MGM a couple of times. The issue that we we need is we need space for three trucks, mm. a tent carts plenty of uh, place for uh you know for for cars to go through mm-hmm. and access to electrical those are the things we we need and not every not every location is uh, is set up for that rock 102 good morning who's this this is skip hey skip um, i got a comment on the basketball hall of fame those people have always got their hands out to the public when they want to expand or remodel and so on. You know, they're always begging the state for more money. This really gets me pissed that they'll do this. But on the other hand, their hands are always out looking for a handout from the taxpayer. That's a good point. It, it, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's it's a lot of publicly funded uh, things that went into that Hall of Fame in order to bring business to the area. And when you're talking about an event that brings nothing but business and traffic through your parking lot, how is that not... Even if you're not, even if people aren't going to the Hall of Fame those two and a half days, you're still like that's in your head. It's advertising. It it's free advertising. It's come on down. Hey, uh, we're hosting it here at the largest, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Hall of Fame, uh, whatever. You know, Skip. We appreciate yeah. the we appreciate the call and your thoughts. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye. You bet. You know, it it, it is true uh, that uh, you know the place to be is is opening up. The place to be opens at seven o'clock in the morning for breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. our busiest times are for breakfast, and and we are always struggling to. Get, you know, we we've had the we've had the guy from uh, 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 Donnie from Southwick that brings us breakfast. You know, in the mornings, but there's no, we haven't really had any, but had a, like a restaurant like nearby that yeah. would be a perfect opportunity in order to to do that. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Okay, hold on a second. Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Is this? Uh, Travis. Hey, Travis. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to say something about the Mayflower Marathon. Yep, you're on right now. Oh, um, I think you guys should consider using maybe the Big E. I think that's got enough space yeah. for the trailers and you know we, venues. Again, we've had uh, quite a few business owners. Uh, Wyckoff Country Club has offered uh, us to use their space, and, and there's plenty of other people that have offered us to use their space. It's a, it's it's something we're taking suggestions on. Yeah. We're gonna have to you know uh, vet because there's a lot of technical issues that go into 
the kind of uh, equipment needs that we need in order to run that thing. But uh, yeah, yeah no, that's nothing, a good suggestion. Nothing is off the table, and we've been and you know internally in, in the building we've been you know we've been talking about you know other alternatives. Some are really good, and some are, are are not so good. I mean, the Big E would be a great place to do it, and I'm sure they would love to have us. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of considerations, even with the space that they have, uh, you know, for this because yeah. it. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big, you know, it, it, there's a lot of moving parts to the Mayflower Marathon. We'll we'll see what happens. Good good suggestion though. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, All no right. problem. Damn. It, yeah. Again, I I don't want to point fingers at the at the place to be. They are not the issue. The issue is you know this disingenuous idea that you know in spite of we're 20 really, years yeah. that they have had that new building that only now in 2022 can they no longer accommodate the space that we take up well it is getting small it shrinks every year the parking lot <laughs> yeah, right. yeah that's exactly true yeah. rock 102 good morning is this hey how's it going good what's up well why don't you guys go uh, to the West Springfield Cinema, way in the back? They have that huge extra parking yeah. lot there that yeah, nobody but... ever uses. Yeah, no, again, there's lots of places uh, we can use. We're going to be assessing that. I think just the point being is that you, we've hosted, uh, they've let us use their parking lot for the last 28 years. It's been a mutually yeah, beneficial no, agreement. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's, it's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. It's extremely disappointing, especially when it's for a really good cause. Right. The only the only problem I have with like a, you know the Riverdale Street area is if you're trying to get if you're trying to turn into one lot or another, depending on what direction you're you're traveling. I mean, you're essentially making a U-turn to get there. I mean, that's that's the only issue I would have with Riverdale Street. Well, Otherwise, you take a left on Morgan and then just take a left at the light where the fire station is. Right. I mean, that would be the one exception. But if you're trying to get into the Riverdale shops and you're heading from you know, Holyoke, it's a oh, little bit, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. little bit tricky. But I mean, not a, not enough to say, well, you know, Columbus Avenue is kind of tricky too. But you know, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. Thank you. Uh, again, two nine three one zero two one. You can email me at backs at rock one zero two dot com. We have it posted both on uh, on the uh, the rock one zero two and on the uh, the back Stephen Dave Facebook page. If you want to uh, share your thoughts, it's 8 uh, 23. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Bon Jovi on Rock 102 with the backs, the Hall of Famer, alongside Stephen Dave. Good morning. <laughs> I just pointed it out because of what we're talking about Hall of Fame this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You're, you're not banning anybody from <laughs> taking part in your activities. Or, no, no, absolutely well, not. Well, certain people we are, but uh, I'm just saying, for the most part, we're right. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer. You're inclusive. Yeah, no, listen, you're, I you're, you're community community minded. Well, hell yeah! But uh, we mm-hmm. getting some good suggestions uh, for people on the uh, the Facebook we, page. Uh, I think we should do it at Bax's house and uh, <laughs> have a community, uh, you know, yard cleanup. Yeah, and uh, you know, not only that, uh, you'd be helping Bax, but you'd be helping the folks of the open pantry and, as well. And, isn't that really what it all matters? And I'm sure the people of Hamden would love all that truck traffic coming through there. Oh, of course they would. Yeah. Yes, we can expect a press release response from Bax's people shortly. I would not on that. hold your breath on <laughs> that one. We have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Much cooler and drier this morning with lots of sunshine. We have a beautiful day on the way. Just a few clouds mix in this afternoon with high temperatures in the low to mid-80s. But tonight, mainly clear, cool, and comfortable. Temperatures will fall into the 50s. For tomorrow, lots of sunshine. It'll be warm, 
but not too humid with high temperatures in the middle and upper 80s. For Thursday, we'll see sunshine mixed with clouds. There'll be a shower or a thunderstorm around. Most of the day, it's not raining. It will become more humid, though, with highs in the mid-80s. And same for Friday, warm and humid, highs in the middle and upper 80s with a few scattered showers and thunderstorms. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. You know, there's many things around your house that you can do it yourself, like change a light bulb or uh, maybe even put a new uh, one of those little sprayer things on the end of your garden hose. But when it comes to water pumps and something's leaking and something doesn't sound right in your basement, do not attempt to do it yourself. You need to call an expert, and Aquapump are the experts on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps water filters, and supplies. They also specialize in treating contaminated water. So do it once and do it right. Find out more at aquapump.com, only in Stafford, Connecticut. Leotoda Wilbraham, fuel rates and rebates. Leotoda Wilbraham has truckloads of new vehicles arriving daily. Take advantage of rates as low as 1.9%, rebates up to 1,500, and fuel mileage exceeding 50 miles per gallon. And every new Toyota comes with a two-year complimentary maintenance package. Check out our easy-to-navigate website where instant credit approval is only a click away. Everyone drives at Leotoda Wilbraham, 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at leotodawilbraham.com. Now with Xfinity, you'll get unlimited internet with gig speed and supersonic Wi-Fi. With a two-year internet rate guarantee and no annual contract required. Talk about knock your socks off. Plus, a free Flex 4K streaming box. It's like hitting the streaming jackpot. It's all just 50 bucks a month when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data. 50 bucks a month. A price that's truly jaw-dropping. Oh, literally. The speed you need at a price you want. Value that's simply bananas. That's the new Xfinity Supersonic Bundle. It's kind of a big deal. Go to Xfinity.com slash gig, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. New gigabit internet customers only. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. The Yankee chapter of the Antique Motorcycle Club of America is holding their 2022 Greenfield National Meet July 30th and 31st at the Franklin County Fairgrounds. $5 entry fee or free if you bring a bike 35 years or older. Check out the bike show and swap meet too. Get more info at yankeechapter.org. 834. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. For nearly 30 years, Rock 102's Mayflower Marathon has secured food for those in need for the area. Apparently, for the first time this year, it will not take place in the parking lot of the Basketball Hall of Fame. We received this email from a representative of the real estate in question saying in part, quote, the utilization of the South Side has changed with the opening of the place to be. While we acknowledge the Mayflower Marathon is a worthy project, we believe that we no longer have the capacity to host the event. We wish you the best and we'll contact you if the situation changes. Again, that from somebody representing the Basketball Hall of Fame and the real estate that we would have used in question. Well, a representative of the uh, place to be, and I I I don't want to mention names right now until I uh, officially get this uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, they had no no idea that this was even happening, and they, and they had no issue with it. Hmm. So, what's going on? That's uh, that's what we're trying to figure out. Well, and is it really a problem, as this email said, with the quote 
capacity in being, you know, well, unable mean, to handle the event? I mean, really? Is we it don't. The, 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 the setup we that we employ there takes up half of that end of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It does not eliminate parking for the place to be, and it certainly wouldn't eliminate real parking for any. There's two parking lots at the Hall of Fame, and there's parking. Uh, is there is there parking? Yeah, there's parking below the Hall of Fame, too, right? Yeah, there's a whole garage underneath yeah. that you can access. I believe you can access on the north side of the yes. Hall of Fame. So, yeah. There's, yeah. So, the, so there's really no parking being lost and and again i I say this clearly i have no no history with this as you guys do but i witnessed it last year and i took part i don't believe as popular as the event is i don't believe there was a problem with capacity in that parking lot no there never there never has been yeah which is why the 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 whole idea that this is the reason why they're no longer inviting us to go doesn't make any sense It, it would be one thing if uh, every year, that parking lot was so full, right. and we were in the way. Yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, if you if you ru- if you're running a business and you got no and you got all the, that parking lot, you know, to capacity, and then we're we're trying to squeeze into that that one section, I could understand if that was the issue. But that's not the issue. It's not the issue because you're talking about the three days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, people are not doing that much right before Thanksgiving. So I mean, it, it, it's it's just not that full, and you know, to me, what what really what really bothers me um, about this is, yeah, there are plenty of other places to go, and and many of the suggestions are great suggestions. They're all good, plausible suggestions, but it saddens me that we would maybe have to consider taking this extraordinary event out of the city of Springfield. Because one, because one business in town doesn't want us. That bothers me because, you know, it's the Springfield Open Pantry. It's the Springfield Open Pantry Services. We should be doing it in Springfield. That's my preference. But we may not be able to do that. We yeah. may have to go somewhere else. And, I, you know, there are plenty of people saying, oh, you know, go to Holyoke or, you know, go to you yeah. know, Northampton. And, and, you know, I appreciate all mm-hmm. that stuff. But you have to remember, it, people are used to a certain way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know that that is like everybody knows we're at the we're at the Hall of Fame parking lot. That's you know that that time of year. It's that time of year we're doing the food drive. We you know we're at the Hall of Fame. We mention it about a thousand times at least during the event. Dave had a great point earlier that all of it leading up to uh, yeah. the advertisement of the Hall of Fame and, and how you know and that's that's. It's a mutual. It's a mutual agreement. Hey, you use our space, and then you mention us. That's how it works. You know, that's that's how it works in this. Business. We're about a month and a half away from, you know, typically speaking, we're about a month and a half away from contacting all the many vendors that are involved in this, mm-hmm. all the local businesses that, you know, donate their time and their their uh, their resources to make this a great event. And, you know, so it, it, it's not like we've got, you know, like, oh, this is happening in November. You can, you know, on November 1st, you'll know. No, this is actually, uh, we need to know now. Now, th- this has been, now just just to give a little bit of history here, because there are some people who are a little misguided in their thinking online. These conversations were going on as far back as last year, mm-hmm. but we never got definitive answers from the Hall of Fame as to whether or not they were going to allow us to do it. 
we knew from as far back as last year and and soon after last year's Mayflower Marathon. So it had nothing to do with certain things that have gone on here at Rock 102. It has everything to do with the fact that this is something that has been in their head for a good long time. Now we finally got a definitive answer. They don't want us there. So you know, put those put those thoughts to rest for a minute and think about what you're actually saying this is this is a a a civic event that is happening because they don't have the space allegedly that's why they're saying it you can believe it or not believe it i'm choosing not to fully believe it and i would again would love to talk to someone from the hall of fame to explain it to us because i'm either too dumb to see your point or your point's not that good in other news, we had a situation in East Long Meadow yesterday requiring the fire department to respond to a mercury spill on Pinehurst Drive. Officials saying they first received reports of the spill around 10 a.m. yesterday morning. No more than a tablespoon of the mercury had spilled out of an old barometer. And they had all sorts of officials from various outlets, including this uh, Bay State's hazmat team, on the scene assisting. Uh, the dangers of mercury include, especially for children under 14, potential damage to developing brains and nervous systems, also very dangerous to pregnant people. Freddie Mercury had the same effect. Yeah, yeah he could be dangerous in the right, uh, in the right mm-hmm. situation. You wouldn't want to get too close in certain days. Mm. No dangers as of now because of the mercury spill. Also in a situation in Greenfield yesterday, a man firing dozens of shots into a Greenfield home, and then escaping from police after a car chase went through portions of rural Greenfield and Deerfield, and the guy lost the police during the chase. He was driving a a Honda and apparently evaded police on some of the back roads around Greenfield and Deerfield. The shots fired into the home at Forbes Court happened around 1.15 in the afternoon after he had aggressively knocked and yelled into the residence but got no response. If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to get drunked up. Let's do it. LMFAO, <laughs> you know what? Little John, yeah. All the alcoholics, where you at? Shot, 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 shot. Everybody! Shot, 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 shot. He may have been singing that while he was escaping in his newer black Honda Accord, possibly with New York tags, last spotted on Bay Road in Amherst, according to investigators. The ladies love us when we pour shots. They need excuse to see. Who is that? Uh, LMFAO. Oh, yes. A fire broke out. Got a song for that, by the way? I bet you do. A fire broke out Monday morning in the engine room of a party boat sailing off the coast of Massachusetts. More than four dozen people Smoke on, on the board. water? No. Oh. A fire in the sky? No. Ah. Smoke from a distant fire. Oh, that's a Sanford Townsend band. Love Ooh, that one. Go. That's, that's a good one. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Plymouth firefighters had to escort the boat two miles back to shore after crew members extinguished the flames. Nobody got hurt. 54 people were on board at the time on this party barge. According to a report to firefighters, it happened like 10.30 in the morning. The party vessel owned by Captain John Boats and a fire in its engine compartment roughly two miles into Cape Cod Bay. His name is Boats? Captain John Boats is the name of the company. Oh, I thought it was his name. Oh, I thought it was was his name, too. Maybe. I don't know. Look up Captain John and see what his last name is. Well, that's like a salesman named Code. (laughs) Yeah, an ice cream man named Code. I mean, my stepfather is Captain Matt. 
hut maker, and he was a Navy submarine captain, as I've said many Did times. Did he make huts? No, but he probably should have taken advantage of that. You, and, should, you should take him to the White Hut. Yeah. He would love it, by the way. Who wouldn't? He would love it. And hut he, maker, he's, hut maker, make me a hut. <laughs> he was a big, he's a big aficionado <laughs> of fried foods, too, by the way. He loves fried seafood. So if you really? have any suggestions, they'll be visiting later in the summer. Yeah. Feel free to pass those along. Speaking of boats, at a cruise ship passenger recently forced to wear sweatpants during her 15-day, quote, trip of a lifetime because the airline lost her luggage. Rosemary Buxbaum had her baggage misplaced during an Air Canada flight to her cruise ship recently. She said she was embarrassed and outraged because she was forced to wear sweatpants. Sweat a little while for me, Rosemary. <laughs> oh, you are full of the 70s. Yeah, 70s one hit wonders. That yeah. was Edison Lighthouse, maybe, or not? <laughs> no, that was Love Grows for My Rosemary. Oh, that's Rose right. Yeah. Edison Lighthouse. I yeah. don't know who did that one. Uh, smile, a little smile for me, Rosemary. Uh, hi, you know what? I'm, 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 Look it up. While you're doing it, Rosemary Buxbaum, in this case, the woman that was celebrating her birthday and wedding anniversary aboard the cruise ship had to wear those sweatpants because she had no other clothing due to the misplaced luggage. Oh, it was the musical genius of the flying machine. Pfft. I never even heard of him. Well, you've heard the song, oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah, great song. I mean, well, can't say it's a great... Not compared to uh, Edison Lighthouse. You really should accept this time he's gone for good. Right, even He'll I can't never listen. come even, back down. Even I can't listen to this. Even though he said he would. So darling, dry your eyes. So many other guys give the world a chore to wear the shoes he wore. Here comes the hook. Oh, come on. Smile a little smile for me, Rosemary. In a little while you'll see Rosemary You must keep on trying It's probably the first time this song has been played on commercial radio in 20 years. No more oldies stations anywhere across the United States. You'll wonder why that is. Right? Well, that's a pretty good one. My favorite Rosemary, by the way, the game show contestant. I thought she was fantastic. Remember her? Rosemary from like the Dick Van Dyke show? Yeah. Yeah. And she was also like a popular contestant on no, oh, I don't know oh, what's what's my ten thousand dollar period yeah. pyramid uh, <laughs> ten thousand dollar period now, that, that would be a that'll, show that'll run you <laughs> yeah um what was the one Alan Ludden hosted password password she yeah was, she she might have been on password on I'm sure she, she was yeah. anytime there was a oh she was certainly on Hollywood Squares and the match game with Charles Nelson Riley I don't remember her on match game mm. but it's always a possibility sure. It's 846 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Pro contractors. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 852. And you too with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be nice today. Highs of about 80 or so. Already into the low 70s. Lots of sunshine on tap. Uh, hey, if you missed any part of uh, today's show, check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. In fact, 
It's on more than 20 different podcasting platforms. Did you realize that? 20? Yeah. There's a, I, one, I didn't realize there were 20, but yeah, there's like uh, like 20 different uh, platforms. Also, check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Doug Gillard from by Voice, uh, Guided by Voices. They're coming to uh, Race Street Live in Holyoke on September 23rd. It'll be a great, great show. They've got uh, two new albums out and one on the way. Uh, really interesting interview, and that's available also on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the subway thing yesterday, where if you get the uh, the tattoo, uh, Dave had the story about that. Yeah, the, I think it's it's going on uh, tomorrow out in Las Vegas. Uh, I think the first nine people that get the tattoo... Yeah. Uh, touting their new Subway series of sandwiches, then they get free sandwiches for life. I saw a comment online yesterday about uh, like, kind of rehashing an old joke about uh, if you uh, tattooed the word Subway on your junk, it would just be S-Y, and then after the arousal of a tuna sub, right. it would spell Subway. Mm. Interesting. I think that would be a great way I, to do it. I've never been that aroused by a tuna sub. I think that would win free tuna subs for life. Bus a nut. <laughs> be a great ad in Europe. They'd probably run that in Europe. Couldn't yeah. run it here in the U.S. I'm not sure about that. I would never put a, a company's branding a tattoo on my on my body. Depends what company. I don't know. I'd get a mass mutual patch on my arm if I uh, if I knew there was $170 million coming my way. Well, let's say you, like, uh, you get a tattoo of a of a girl on your body yeah and then you break up with that girl now you look like a big douchebag because mm-hmm. that girl's no longer with you yeah that's so, that's the risk you run uh, yeah so uh yeah i've always thought about getting... subway goes out of business and uh, then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're gonna have to change it to quiznos or <laughs> something <laughs> yeah I, I mean, i've always thought about getting a tattoo but my mm-hmm. problem is i just am not decisive enough yeah. to know what I want to get. I'm exactly the same way, and but I'm also like, what's the point of really getting one? Like, what what is the like to me? You know, maybe if you're remembering somebody or sure. or whatever. I, I mean, that if that that's your thing, that's okay. I'm not I'm not poo pooing on that. I personally just don't see the need for for something yeah. like that on yeah. my body. I'm I mean, the same I, way as you guys, actually. Yeah. I and and I'm the same way. Like for those who like, I I, I actually like. Looking at mm-hmm. great tattoos, yeah, ta- I appreciate yeah, the artwork, but I don't care for my own body. I mean, I'd get all sleeved up if I knew what to do with it. You know, like, yeah, what do you, what do you put on it? Yeah, I, I mean, I would yeah. do it because you know, sun's out, guns out. I think, <laughs> I think those chick, like chicks with the, uh, you know, like a good sleeve or uh, you know, a good, yeah. uh, that's hot. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, that's pretty sexy. On me, it wouldn't be. It would not be. I would, uh, you know, just look like a frumpy thumb with mm. a tattoo on me. I, I, I respect the tattoo. That is that is you know, ca- you know carefully designed. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is like the the Pete Davidson type of uh, you know tattoo work where it's like you, it looks like a <laughs> it looks like an old binder from high school that you put stickers on and they're you know any which way there's like you know, there's no rhyme or reason they're just like yeah. a bunch of Im- it's it's like a sticker book. Did yeah. you see the new tattoo that the Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers got? Yes, very intricate. Yeah, and I think he he and his New girlfriend. He's got like another girlfriend now. Right. They have like matching or uh, coordinating tattoos where one complements the other. Mm-hmm. He's gone all in on that. I mean, with his track record with girls. Yeah, it hasn't been all that. Great. I'm not sure that was the wisest deal. Yeah, but I would I would get one. I I would get yeah. one. Yeah, and uh, yeah. just gotta figure out what to do. Uh, by the way, his new girlfriend's name Blue of Earth. That's blue without an E, by the way. B-L-U. Blue of Earth. Little boy blue of Earth. 
He needed the money. Oh! It's 8.57 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer